Hi Cheese fans, this is Clark Hunt. If you have an urgent orthopedic or sports injury, the University of Kansas Health System can see you quickly. They've added extended hours during the week and have a Saturday morning walk-in clinic. Your orthopedic and sports injuries deserve champion treatment from the experts who treat the Chiefs. Request an appointment at kansashealthsystem.com slash sportsmedicine. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of Snap Tackle Pod. I'm Mick Schaefer of KSHB 41. He is Dion Clisso of Preps KC. That's it. That's all you need for this show each and every week. You need nothing else because we provide all the knowledge. Actually, I provide the questions. Dion, <laughs> hopefully you brought the knowledge again. Sometimes. We'll see. Occasionally. We'll see. Uh, it is Snap Tackle Pod. It is uh, high school football galore here in Kansas City, and that is our topic each and every week on the show um we always start kind of looking back Dion. so let's start looking back uh i don't think liberty north is interested whatsoever in any sort of debate <laughs> as to who is the best big class team at least on the western side in the state of missouri no been I, just running through competition i don't think so i think they're i think they are as advertised and you know one of those things that uh, when i talked to coach jones before the season He's like, well, you know, we don't have a lot of guys that have that Friday night experience, and, and we don't have that, you know, we got to figure out what we're about. And um, So they would go down to Bentonville, Arkansas, and they, they get down a couple touchdowns early, and they play them even on for the rest of the way. And they really – I think that was the best thing for them. They, they went down in a huge atmosphere, got on the field, got their feet wet. You know, no offense to a Blue Spring South or a team that's not as good as them. If they play them in week one, they win by four or five touchdowns. I don't think it does them any good. Win or lose against Bentonville in that huge stadium with that huge crowd, you know, the first game of the year where everybody's all amped up, um, they really uh, they really got their feet wet. I think they looked around and said, we can play with these guys. Mm-hmm. We're good enough. They weren't shell-shocked. And then they, they, they've basically been even with Bentonville and, and three to four touchdowns better than everybody else they've played since that point. Bentonville's just uh... – taking care of Kansas City schools these last couple of yeah. years. A couple, couple of wins over Rockers. They came up and beat Mill Valley last year in the COVID year, state championship team. It's a big-time program. It's a huge school. They've got over oh, like 2,000 students. Yeah, it's a massive school. And, um, it's kind of like Texas Light. I think their stadium holds eight or nine, 10,000 people. And and there's uh, a Bentonville West, too. It's not like yeah. they haven't split. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a huge deal. And and you know, there's a little Walmart money down there too. So I mean, they, they, there's all kinds of money around that program. My uh, sister-in-law is a former Walmart corporate employee and uh, lives down in Rogers, and there's a lot of that money down there. And um, they really got it going at Bentonville, and that's one of those things. And somebody on Facebook asked me, like, why can't City play all these teams? And I'm like, well, you know, when Rockers or CBC or some of these teams that are really good, they have a hard time getting games, and so they're willing to come up here and play. And I think, you know, places like Liberty North and Rockers and and Mill Valley, and I think Blue Springs played them. Three years ago, four years ago, I think, yeah. or, or played Rogers, one of the two of them down there, and um, it gave him a chance to kind of see, you know, what what you can measure yourself up. There's nothing, there's nothing better than going and playing somebody that's good, that you that you probably feel like you could play with, and that and that you won't ever see again. <laughs> you uh, and, you're, and you're going to learn from them too. I think uh, some of the best programs in Kansas City aren't afraid of a loss. They're not afraid, especially now where everybody makes the playoffs. Kansas yeah. City, Missouri, nobody's afraid to take an L. No, and, and there's such thing as a good L. I mean, and if you're a class six team going out and playing a uh, Bentonville, it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt you to play down, but at least you're playing a team that's the same size as you or your, if you're a class five or class four team. 
Uh, there's some great wins out there. I mean, you can go up and play a couple, up a couple uh, notches. And if you get a win, even if, even a, a, an L, you know, you get some bonus points out of that on the Missouri side. So uh, no, it's, it's a good, you know, I, you're going to see Bentonville up here uh, or, or teams going down there for a while. I think. Uh, hey, should we be talking about Park Hill Southmore? They're three and oh, and I don't know the first time they're going to lose. Taking a look at their schedule, this is the team that could uh, end the regular season at what, uh, eight and one, nine and oh, I think. Yeah, I think so too. You know, they got North Kansas City out there. That's probably their toughest run. Lee Summit, by the, by the time they play Lee Summit, if Lee Summit isn't too banged up, they should be a lot better. That's a young uh, team as well. So those are probably the two best chances they have. They have Briggs Bartosz, they're outstanding. Um, tailbacks having a great year. Uh, Moody Rubin. Uh, who's, who's, I think, brother at, at Tanea Rubin is at Clemson. Um, so they've got some really good players on that team. You know, the thing about it is, is you wonder, they're playing in the suburban red, and along with Lee Summit, they're the only class 16. And while Oak Park is better, um, and, and North Kansas City is really good, and they're a good class five team, they're ranked. Um, you don't know if that week in, week out is going to have them ready to go when they get into that class six um, setup. So, no, it's definitely going to be uh, interesting to see how they come out of that. They're in the same district with Liberty and Liberty North. Uh, so it's it's going to be fun. I, and Park Hill, who's <laughs> was, was two and one, quietly two and one. So, yeah. no, it's uh, uh, Park Hill South's a team to keep an eye on. Um, but you just don't know when they get up against the Liberty North or the Park Hills or something like that, that if, they, if they've got that experience. That being said, they may be more healthy, and that might be the best thing for them, too. Yeah, it's crazy. And there's no Park Hill, Park Hill South matchup in the regular season no and that's happened every once in a while I, I, you know i think it it didn't happen right off the bat then it, then they were pretty much paired up there for a long time there are different conferences but you then figure that okay you know two district schools like that would always find a way to play yeah the, the, i think the, this this cycle they didn't um and so it, and it's interesting because this is the cycle that where they made the move and moved some students from park hill to park hill south yeah. so i don't know maybe that was intentional keep them apart for a couple of years before they get them back together but no i you know i don't know what the suburban conference is going to do because you know, there's there's ten schools now, uh, or yeah, I think it's ten schools that are that are um, in class six, and I don't think they want a ten team conference. Yeah. And you got Excelsior Springs coming in the in the next year, and that'll that'll push somebody up. And so I'm not sure. I, who knows if if we don't build any schools over here, and the Lee Summits and the and the you know Staley's only one away. You know, they're coming yeah. too. And and, you, and if we keep bumping teams up, they're going to have to do some things. You know, they're going to be two maybe. Class six conferences in the suburban conference before it's all said and done. No, good point. Hey, uh, Rockhurst has an 0 and 3 next to its name. They played some great competition. We talked about Bentonville, but that's just weird seeing an 0 and yeah. 3 next to Rockhurst and uh, next to, to Kelly Donahoe's name. Well, and, and it's they probably had a good chance to win that Park Hill game. That one got away from them. They went for two, got held up short. So that that was kind of a coin toss game that didn't go their way. Uh, and, and they were winning at Ray Peck. And Ray Peck kind of blitzed them in the second half and scored 20 unanswered and scored in the last minute. So, you know, you look at it and you go, oh, they could easily be two and one, uh, but they're 0 and three. That's a team that a lot of their talent are sophomores and freshmen and juniors. They've got a ton of really good freshmen. So they uh, they really are a team that's probably going to be better at the end of the season, but probably is looking more towards next year or the year after. Gotcha. Hey, over on the uh, Kansas side, should we be circling October 8th? Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest, uh, that date, it seems like they're on just a collision course in the EKL for each other. Yeah, I think so. I think it's definitely a, a game you want to keep an eye on. Uh, you know, Northwest and uh, and North are really both just dominating right now. And, and it's uh, one of those things that, you know, North 
Henry Martin always does run six touchdown passes in each of his first two games. I really? joke with John, 12? You guys got 12. I joked with John Holmes today for a radio show before we went on the air, and I said, um, you know, it's a situation where, hey, don't feel bad. You give up six in the first week. They give up six the next week at Blue Valley West. So yeah. he's having an outstanding year. Yes. Uh, yeah. So far, 93 points uh, North has put up. Uh, conversely, Northwest in their two games has put up uh, just under 90. Uh, yeah. So, like we said, uh, collision course, and, and they've all, both of them have played uh, two good opponents. Well, yeah. Uh, you look at Blue Valley West, and that's a good football team. I mean, they got tailback who's over 300 yards in two games. I mean, Northwest has got a Miege and a Blue Valley scalp already. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, they're both playing really good teams. And, and, you know, you look at Miege, they got Aquinas this week and, and they could be 0 3. You're talking about Rock. Then they got Rockers. <laughs> well, and let's mention the last Blue Valley school here that we haven't mentioned. Yeah. Uh, Blue Valley Southwest, a big win over DeSoto on the road last week. Yeah. And I was a little stunned by that. I thought it would be a toss up game, but. I kind of lean on DeSoto the last few years, but they're, they're young. They've got a lot of new players at DeSoto, but they'll, they'll still be in good shape at the end of uh, that run there. You know, the, the end of the season, they're always usually pretty good. I know that a Mill Valley guy like you may have a different opinion of that, but they always get better. Brian King does a great job, but hats off to Mill Valley's Moore. closest games the last two years. <laughs> yeah. In the, those what quarterfinals uh, yeah. to DeSoto and gotten down to the wire. Yeah, but no, Blue Valley Southwest, good for them. Uh, and that's, you're, you're starting to see them get some success and, and that could build. And, and they're in 5A. Just, a, so yeah. They're in 5A. So, you know, you got them and Mill Valley and Aquinas and, and DeSoto and, and uh, you know, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. You know, here's a team in 5A that we don't talk about because it seems weird to have them in 5A who's off to a 2 0 start is Spring Hill. Spring Hill. Playing they got knocked well. out by Mill Valley last yeah. year. Uh, but yeah, they, they won a game in the playoffs to get there. So no, they just beat Payola and, and did it pretty easily. And so, no, it's a it's five A like I think five A maybe have has less depth than four A does on the Kansas yeah. side, but five A is looking really good. Where on six A you've got Blue Valley North and, and Blue Valley Northwest, and then then there's a probably a line, and then there's like a Blue Valley West and or no Olathe North and those three in there, and then there's yep. a line, and and then you kind of come down the next next notch yeah. there. No, I think so as well. Uh, over in four A, how awesome was that finish, Piper <laughs> over Eudora? I think there are nine seconds on the clock. Uh, to begin the final play, and I think it was 50 yards. Yeah, uh, pass over the top to and, Ethan Walker um, as time expired to to get a walk off win for Piper over Eudora. Yeah, and so a shout out to uh, one of the guys who does work for me, Ryan Walls, works for GoPowerCat.com, and he's at that game, and um, he's in the right spot. I mean, basically they threw the ball to him more or less, and he and he got that shot. And the the cool thing about it is I don't know if he ever even intentionally the scoreboard was behind him. So you could see yeah. the clock running as they Keep were getting going. ready to yeah. do that play. And then you, and, and they were in look, look like a man coverage there, which I, I don't know what that was about, but they beat him over the top and, and got that win. And it's funny because last year in the playoffs, Eudora scored 16 points and went for two touchdowns and two, two point conversions really? in the last five minutes and scored in the last 20 seconds to knock Piper out. Wow. So they've kind of handed it back and forth. Both those teams are good. And are going to get better. I mean, they're younger teams. So uh, hats off to both those teams. And that's that maybe might be the, the, the finish of the year so far. I don't know what the game the, of the year. Funny, the next night you saw Jacksonville State beat Florida State in yeah. similar fashion. I'm like, I saw that not, last night. I've already <laughs> seen that. Yeah. Well, and I'm just I'm just glad for our sakes that uh, Ryan Wallace was there. Oh, and, and he's like, he, he said, well, he said, he goes, I'm standing there and I'm thinking to myself, they're probably not going to get it in. But if I don't hit 
record because (laughs) because Eudora had just scored with like a minute left. Oh yeah, and it was apparent. It looked like okay, Eudora's going to win this thing from the fifty. Puts together uh, a couple (laughs) plays and uh, wins the game. That was amazing. All right, so let's look ahead here to week three in Kansas, week four mm-hmm. in Missouri. Uh, Dion, let's start with your Kansas side, REMAX, big three, and you got to start with the Holy War, right? St. Thomas Aquinas yep. at Bishop Miege. Aquinas 2-0. Miege 0-2, but Miege played, played the tougher competition probably yeah. um, so far. I think this is maybe a more even matchup than what their their records might indicate. And, and you know, I think it's uh... – Aquinas played St. James and they played Luther North from St. Louis, which has got still got some dudes. They don't have Carl Reed, the coach uh, who led them to a state championship. And, uh, you know, that's that, that's still a really good team. And they've got, you know, D1 talent. And that was a shootout. That was back and forth all the way until a pick six yeah. late kind of iced it for for Aquinas. And um, Sean Carroll, their outstanding tailback at Aquinas, is really doing a great job. And, and, and I think they're really pretty dominant. But, you know, John Holmes said he goes about a quarter into that game last week. He goes, we started to find our foot. He goes, we're kind of we're kind of starting to put it together. A lot of new places. Now, I've had people tell me they don't look like the the, the BH team of four and five years ago. I, I, and I said to somebody, well, you mean the BH team that was the best team in Kansas, no matter what class? Yes. Yeah, it's going to be hard for them to continue. They, to they open with Blue Valley North and Blue Valley Northwest. We just yes. talked about it. Yeah. They could be the top two teams uh, in Kansas, maybe outside of Derby, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like – it's so, they're, you know, Miege, I think this is going to be a good one. Um, they both I, on I, the road. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No kidding. This is our first game at home. Uh, so, no, it's uh, – and, and he, I think it's the, the first time they played Aquinas at home. And, like, you know, like I don't know if they played him two years ago. I think they played the game at Aquinas last year. So, yeah. uh, John is John said they're really ready to go. I, I like Aquinas in this game just because I think they got a little bit more uh, depth on the offensive and defensive line. But uh, and, and, that you know, that Aquinas defensive line is really good, uh, really even though – I mean, they they bring a lot of people back from a team that, that was pretty oh, yeah, good Marshall last year. And they got C of E on that yeah. D line, yeah, two uh, D one guys. So, uh, no, I think it's a good one. No, I agree. Um, also on the Kansas side, we're going to be looking at uh, Lawrence Free State at Olathe North. Free State's better. They're two and zero. A good couple of wins so far, but North has looked really, really good. <laughs> They haven't given up a point, scored over 100 combined. Right. I mean, yeah, it's, offensively and defensively. Yeah, and I, I think I think the the better chance of this is it being a shootout. If the, if Free State's Free State kind of want to want to get into a scoring thing with them and try and score quickly with Jet. Free State's shown they can score, but they're also giving up points as well. Oh yeah, they're giving oh, up yeah. some points. So it's it's good. They're gonna have to get out and maybe get a stop, get a turnover, get a two two score lead, and just say okay, let's go back and forth. Uh, and, you know, and good for Free State. You know, they were winless last year, and that program is not used to that at all. Um, and they have and they bounced back and got two good wins to start the season. And um, this is the best test that they've had, and uh, they're definitely going to be challenged. And Olathe North looks really good. I mean, they, they bring back a lot of players off that team, and this is a, a group that's they've been kind of pointing to. And I think, you know, maybe if Harlem Bruce had stayed last year, they would have had a shot to beat Blue Valley North. I don't know if they get Derby. I mean, Derby was still, you know, by the end of the year last year, was back to being Derby. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know if they would have got them, but this group right here that was juniors and then that they had a pretty good senior class or a pretty good group of seniors. I think this, this junior class that became seniors has a little more depth to it than they like it a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jet Deneen, the quarterback at Free State, he's back. I, I see his brothers all over on Saturdays at KU and KK <laughs> yeah. uh, playing, of course, the oldest Deneen, uh, Joe, uh, you know, graduated from KU and played a little bit in the, uh, the NFL. So the fourth 
of those Deneen brothers. Uh, I thought we'd be done with them. I thought, I think this is probably the last one. I think, I think Corey Tree State wants the family to keep procreating, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Really good for, for the Firebirds. The last year, DeSoto at Baser Linwood as well. It's like, I like that nice kind of smaller school matchup, 5A against, is Baser 5A or their 4A this year? They're 4A for now. I think they may be in 5A the next time around. And uh, they, uh, they are playing a different brand of football than they played the last couple of years, they are running the ball a little more. Zach Sizemore, their tailback's having a great year. And he was a good, he was a really good tailback last year, but um, they they threw the ball a lot more last year. It's a shame they, they lost uh, Jordan Brown, their Jordan outstanding Brown. receiver, to Free State. Well, and here's the, the thing about them last year. And you, if you, all you do is go look at the scores, you know, 40 something to 50 something, yeah. you know, 35 to 45. Uh, their defense was really young last year, but that meant they brought nine of them back and now they're giving up like, Two scores a game, and Leavenworth's oh, yeah, got 19 good. total points they've given. Yeah, up. and Leavenworth's got a good offense. Um, they they can move it up and down the field. They got some good players, and they held them to just you know 12 points I think last week. So it's a it's a different little base of Linwood team. They got a defense that can play, and and Desoto is is uh, young in spots, and so you know when you're running flexbone, sometimes those first few weeks, if you're young and trying to learn those mesh points, uh, it takes a little while. But I I you know talking with Coach King, he said you know we're we're getting there. Um, you know, he likes it. And that, you know, they're always better at the end of the season and they're, right. and they usually start pretty good. So yep. um, they've been, you know, the only problem for DeSoto is Aquinas and Mill Valley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they ran into, I mean, the best year they had was when the last time they were in foray was like maybe Miege's best ran team. Ran into Miege. Yeah. <laughs> it got up. Maybe their and, best team ever. I think got like DeSoto was like the only team to like lead Miege that season at all. I think let him like let him what late late in the second quarter. And Miege just said, "Yeah, yep. okay, we're gonna go ahead yeah, and take." They didn't off like here. that feeling. No, and that was Carter Putts and Jafar Armstrong, and I mean, just yep. loaded for bear. And that DeSoto team was that was a year Andrew that it just, Weber was still on that team. Yeah, I think it, that year if DeSoto was in five A, they may have had a better shot right. <laughs> than they did in four A. So no, that's a that's a good game. It's a fun game. That United Kansas Conference is slowly becoming uh, is a is a good five A league. Yeah. Um, and I I think if I'm I'm not correct, I think Piper's moving back over there, aren't they? Are they next yeah. year? And then there's a uh, there's a Topeka Seaman I think is coming in too. So what I think what they're trying to build is a good five A league. Even though Lansing has dropped down to four A, I think Lansing is always going to kind of be on that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Piper's probably headed to 5A at some So point. many teams on that 4A, 5A line. Yeah. About Spring Hill that's over it now, and, and there's there's Piper, and then there's Baser, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I think that's a good – that and, you know, they got Shawnee Heights in that league, and so that's a fun league, and uh, yeah. that's a really good game. That might be for the league title right there. All right. Uh, lastly here, uh, Missouri, Ray Peck at Lee Summit North. I mean, this is a, this is a <laughs> no-brainer right here. I, you know, I like the way Lee Summit North's playing. They're just taking care of their business. They haven't played the – the schedule that Ray Peck has, uh, but they have handled who they have needed to, you know, handle. But the only thing that I fear for at least Summit North is Ray Peck's going to be ready to play football. They don't want to be two and two. Um, they don't want to be behind uh, Lee Summit North in a district. You know, this is a district implication game here. So this is a, a positioning game. Uh, so they're going to be fired up. I think this is going to be a good, tough physical game. Uh, I think, you know, that, that Liberty North, Liberty North d- did dominate that game. But there were a couple little chances there where guys were were open and running down the field and, you know, ball just off their fingertips for Ray Peck. So there were some scores that might have changed it up a little bit mm-hmm. and changed momentum and maybe brought that game back into question a little bit more. Um, that didn't really happen. They got a 21 nothing at halftime and, and look, never looked back. But, you know, let's not forget that, you know, Jaden Doss is on that 
on that Ray Peck sideline. They've, they've got a lot of good players, but hey, there's 11 back on the Lee Summit North offense, and their defense has really improved this year. And that may be the biggest difference for Lee Summit North. We know their offense is good. We know they can score. But if that defense is holding teams to, you know, 10 points here, 14 points there, that really makes them a player. And let's not forget the Liberty North Park Hill South group goes to one side of the state of the bracket, the Ray Peck, Brockhurst, Lee Summit North group. Lee Summit West, who's 3-0, quietly, yep. <laughs> goes to the other side of the bracket. So the, the dream of the all-Kansas City State Championship is, is definitely viable this year. Yep. Platt County at North Kansas City. That's also one of your REMAX uh, big three games of the week. Platt County kind of coming out of the gates slow, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, this this is a team that's been to back-to-back state championship games. You, you figure they're going to be a team that gets better and better. You know, their defense is pretty good, and, and their offense is kind of a work in progress. They've got new players, and um, they're rebuilding a lot there. But, no, this is a game, and you talked to both coaches. They really like this game. They're both in Class 5 now. They're both going to be in Class 5 for a long time. Uh, there's a good possibility within year, a few years they could be in the same conference. Uh, they like playing this game in the regular season. They played it the postseason last year as well. So uh, this this could become one of those nice little – you know, as Platt County Carning was when they were both in 4A and then Smithville and those guys got in the mix. Now North Kansas City is in that mix in five. So it's it's definitely become a good robbery. And, and I think North Kansas City, you know, that defensive line, they've got so outstanding. And unfortunately for Fort Osage last week, they they had a, the left-hand side, two of their, their, their guard and their tackle, I think it is, on the left-hand side, their seniors had COVID. So they were without – that's not the team you want to be without the hell they were sacked 11 times last week. Wow. And so you want to be, you want to be healthy on the offensive line when you play North Kansas city. Well, I mentioned Black County. Okay. So they're two and one on this. Yeah. yeah. I, I, lost I Park Hill South. They're one and two. They lost bad to Park Hill South, but as we talked about Park Hill South might be one of the uh, surprise teams this year, they've come out of the gates fast. Uh, all right. Last but not least, Summit Christian and Lafayette County. I like when you go off the board, off this uh, outside the box, off the off the radar there, uh, Dion. Well, and this is you talk about a game that's become a rivalry, and that these two coaches scheduled this non-con game, and they played when Summit Christian was down in in Class Two before they got the success bump up to three, which is they'll tell you they're not shy about telling you they were one or two students away from being Class One, and they were wow. in Class Two and then got the success multiplier because they made it to the district three. championship wow. game. They won a couple of district championship games and now they're in three. Um, and they've been in, you know, back-to-back quarterfinals. They were in, in quarterfinal in, in class two, and then they were in quarterfinal in class three when they won Odessa. They beat Odessa, not beat Odessa, but Odessa had to step out last year. So, no, Lafayette County is much improved this year. Um, and they and they were, they were a good team last year. They lost a penny, uh, class one penny in the first week of the season. Uh, I think you're going to find that there's no shame in that. Penny is good enough to win a state title yeah. in class one. And we and, yet, and for those of you who don't remember, in the, in the middle – of the last decade, Penny, or the early part of the last decade, Penny did the, hey, we're going to win one in class two. Oh, wait, we're in class two this year. Oh, we're going to win one in class or class one. Oh, we're going to get bumped up to class two. Oh, we're going to win it up there too. They've done one of those those things, which is not easy to do. Bump up yep. a class and go get dominant. And um, they've had some great players They're like a Kellen Overstreet. So Lafayette County's one loss to them, and they were leading that game late and got beat by one score. And some of Christian has just taken care of their business. Yeah, uh, um, and they've, you know, they've, they've really handled it. And this is a fun game for both these teams. Uh, speaking of fun games, uh, Odessa at Oak Grove. That's our game of the week on KSHB 41 Sports. Uh, we're going to be out there. McKenzie Nelson will be live at 6 o'clock and then uh, turn uh, post-game reaction for the 10. Uh, I mean, Ode- I mean, 
class three Missouri just seemed they're just some powerhouses, it mm-hmm. seemed like. And it's it probably led by, if not Blair Oaks, Odessa, who's still on what a 27 game win streak. Yeah. Have, have, do, do the Panthers have enough to stay up with the uh with the with the Bulldogs? The Panthers need to find a way to stop teams from getting in the end zone. They've given up 112 points in the last two games. Yeah. To Richmond and to center. Odessa so, like it's chops. Odessa and 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 they're gonna run right at him and um, Odessa definitely is a, is a team that, uh, that, that winning streak is long and the regular season winning streak goes back to the start of the 2018 season. They've not lost a regular season game since 2017. So amazing. Yeah. They're, they're pretty dominant and that's a, that's a great game. It's always a good rivalry. Um, if Oak Grove, Oak Grove can score, they scored 40 last week yeah. on center. They can run the ball, but this is definitely going to be their biggest test. Their biggest test. They're coming off games with Richmond and center. So, I mean, that says a lot about Odessa right there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That'll do it for this edition of Stat Tackle Pod. Dion's going to be probably in that chair. He's the guy in the chair. Yes. On Friday nights, updating all the schools. So check out uh, I Love It at Halftime, checking out, oh, man, I can't believe you know, Blue Valley West is winning or Aquinas is down and all that stuff. And seeing the scores from across the state, uh, they're pretty much up to the minute scores updated by Preps KC. Check out uh, our highlights at uh, 10 o'clock on our Under the Light show, 15 minutes every single Friday night from 10.15 to 10.30. Dion will appear on uh, on that show of Highlights for Preps KC, our own highlights uh, as well, and then full coverage throughout the night and the next day at PrepsKC.com. Did I cover it all? Yeah, that's it right there. That's what we do. I like it. I like it. <laughs> all right, for Dion, I'm Mick. We'll see you next time right here on Snap Tackle Pod.